Okay then, let's uh let's get this podcast a rolling. Oh come on, don't get tangled up now. Hi, <laughs> giggle push. Podcast on the internet. All right, so this is Rocket Punch, episode twenty-six. We're back after two weeks. Actually, kind of. It's only one week to you guys. How is it only one week to them? Well, because we recorded two podcasts in a row two weeks ago, and then split them up two weeks apart. So really, technically, there's a, they've only missed out on one. Oh, okay. I'm kind of confused, but I will deal with it because it's my problem that I don't understand this. Uh, you guys, are, you'll you'll figure it out, don't. So this is episode 26. Wing Zero is back from Florida, and he won't leave for another month, which I did not know because Wing Zero does not have a telephone on him at any time. And I am completely okay with that. Well, hey, you know, if uh, you're moving, there's a lot of stuff you got to worry about. Cell phone's not really on my top priority list. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing, like, at least a couple more podcasts. So, you know, I'll be belting out whatever nerdy opinions I have on whatever subjects happen to be at hand. So uh, don't worry about me leaving all that quick. In the meantime, we've got episode 26 with returning special guest stars Okami and Mr. Magic. You guys Hello. Wanna- Great to be back. You sound excited. Yes. That Mr. Magic. We are, but the Kami. Kami. I'm trying. It's right here. There, like that. You can't speak like you're really silent. This is the Rocket Phones podcast. I'm sad. That's just my natural voice. That's your natural voice. Okay. Yeah, it's, that's. Make your unnatural voice and make it louder, or else people aren't gonna hear you. Do you want to be on this podcast or not? Let your opinions be known. What opinions? Alright, so, uh... So... Special guest stars aside, I missed out on a lot of video game stuff while I was gone. Mega Man 9 came out, Kirby Super Deluxe, or Ultra Deluxe, whatever it is, came out. Wario Land, The Shake Dimension came out. Like, that whole entire new DS thing happened, so... We're going to at least start off with something, unless you'd like... Let's see here. Cave Story was announced for the WiiWare. Who here likes Cave Story? Anybody? I like Cave Story! Right, I couldn't so beat the one. last level, though. The secret level. Wasn't that the, the hell level? Yes. Oh, God. Uh, so, I don't know. That's a really great game, you know, as far as independent developers go. And it's been in development for like a year, I guess. And uh, it's, it's perfect. Out. Huh? It, it, what do you mean, it's been in development? It's out. They've been like retrofitting it with extra levels and stuff, from what I understand. Oh, I'm going to buy it then if there's new levels. Uh, let's see, for you guys not familiar with it, basically it's a 2D platformer, I would say? Yes. Yeah. All right, it's so. essentially a Metroid game. It's a Metroid platformer, run around and shoot stuff. Right, and you know, it's got cult status as that, so uh, for those of you guys who really like those type of games, this is definitely something to look out for. Um, what else we got? Klonoa Door to Pantomile, I hope I'm saying that right, is getting a Nintendo Wii remake. What about you guys, have you ever heard of Klonoa? It was a platformer for the original PlayStation. Very, very rare game, so I, I doubt it. No. Namco made it, you know, and really, I don't know, it's kind of like a reimagining thing because if you get, you know, not many people have played Kanoa. There was an insanely rare PlayStation game, a Game Boy Advance game, a PS2 sequel, but that's about it. I think they got like some kind of beach ball game in Japan. And uh, if this does well, maybe they can kind of reboot that whole franchise. What else stuff we got? Disaster Day of Crisis has been getting a lot of coverage lately. Have you guys seen any of that stuff? Because this game has been in development for like freaking ever. Basically, it's a very stereotypical action movie made into a video game for the Wii. 
And the whole entire idea is there's like this government organization, these these terrorists that are causing natural disasters or unnatural disasters. I don't know how that works to happen all over the world. And you're some cop on the edge and you're trying to look for your partner and you're going to be like racing through rock slides and saving people from fires and tsunamis and earthquakes are happening. It looks pretty cool. I got, wasn't, wasn't that a G.I. Joe premise for a while? Yeah, well, you know, G.I. Joe is the founding father of all great action movies, as we all know. Okay, what other stuff we got? Wario Land, The Shake Dimension came out. Did not get to buy it. Been too busy. I heard it's been getting very average reviews. Well, until I play it, I can't judge it, but maybe, maybe it is an average game. I remember the Game Boy Advance game was freaking amazing. Have you guys played the Game Boy Advance Wario Land? Yeah, a little. Yeah, that was great What's stuff. The new one or just uh, previous? Yeah, what did you like about the old Mario Land games? It was a fun game. I mean, that's it. Yeah, but it why? Was a fun game. I like to play video games. <laughs> rawr, rawr. Yeah, of course. It, it doesn't have to be that. I mean, I don't. I don't have a particularly deep opinion about it. It was different. It was interesting. Okay. It was colorful. I had ADD as a child. <laughs> did you play the ones where instead of getting powers, you would have to get powers by getting attacked by enemies? No. Oh, that was great. You could get attacked by a zombie, turn to zombie Wario, melt through floors. A bee would attack you and your cheeks would puff up and that would let you float to higher levels. That's just off the top of my head. There were a lot of really cool abilities like that. I'm, I got high hopes for it. I mean, I've been bombarded with all these platformers all of a sudden, which is great. Mega Man 9 came out. That came out. Kirby came out. Now we got Sin and Punishment 2 was just announced. Well, it's not a platformer, but it's still well, an old school game. Well, not people know what Sin Punishment is, and that was a... It was a Nintendo 64 game that was only released in Japan, even though it had a strictly English soundtrack. So, guys, have you ever heard of Sin Punishment? No. No. Well, it's on the WiiWare, so you should go buy a Wii and then buy it. He has one. I don't do WiiWare, though. Alright, well, it's made by <laughs> Treasure. It's made by Treasure. You guys know, know Treasure, right? Yeah. yeah. Alright, well, what Treasure games do you like? Most of the stuff they do are, like, old platformers... And everyone knows who Treasure is. I'm with them. I'm not, you know... Uh, I'm not thinking... Oh, no. They made Ikaruga, Mischief Makers, Silhouette Mirage, Gunstar Heroes. Heroes. Let me think. What else? Many, many good games. Those Bleach Bleach DS fighting games they did. Yeah, they've been doing a lot of stuff. And Bangayo. Yeah, the list goes on. But uh, I love Sin and Punishment. It's finally gotten some exposure because of the entire Wii download scene. So, you know, hopefully this does really well because they said that they were planning to bring it to other parts of the world and they made it almost specifically for America, even though it never came to America. So they're, they're, I'm assuming now they're going to put in all the cool ideas that didn't make it into the game and try and totally action movie it up. Hopefully, uh, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to bonus get, or get bonus all over that game. Yeah. <laughs> what, are you, what are you talking about? Why, every time, every time you like shoot anything, it's like, get bonus. So you're. Speaking in non-English on the account of the Japanese. Yeah, totally. Okay, so do you have any other news? Let's see. Biggest thing that happened is Nintendo has announced a new Nintendo DS, and they're calling this one the Nintendo DSi. Or the Nintendo without a Game Boy Advance port. Yeah, basically. Okay, so here's what they've done. They've, as Phil just mentioned, removed the Game Boy Advance port, making it 12% lighter and thinner, which is, I guess, good. You know, it's it's nice that you don't have something too bulky. 
and uh, and uh, they've actually added a SD card port now, kind of to make up for that, I guess. They remove the Game Boy Advance port to fight pirating, but then they give you an SD card. So uh, not the smartest move on that their part if they're trying to fight pirating stuff. As the name mentions, since the I in the DSi stands for cameras, they've added two 3-megapixel, I would believe, very low quality, but they've had three megapixel cameras to the Nintendo DS, so I'm not sure what they could use that for, but, you know, sky's the limit, I guess. Maybe we could have another kind of Game Boy camera or Pokemon Snap or something like that, you know, using that. Uh, As long as it's there, they could use it. See, what else have they done? They've made the screens 3.25 inches instead of of the regular three, so the screens are a little bit, you know, better. More RAM, better speakers. That's basically it. So, I don't know. It's uh, It looks like it's the next incremental evolution to the thing, but I'm not sure if I would buy it or not. You definitely can't play games like, remember that Rock Band game? Or oh, not Rock Band. Remember the Rock Band game, yeah. Uh, what was it? Guitar Hero has a like peripheral for the Nintendo DS Lite that wouldn't obviously work on that. So, I don't know. That's an issue if you're a real big Rock Band DS fan or something like that. Any other video game stuff that came up that you guys want to uh, well, bring up? Because um, we got Mega Man 9 I could get into. <laughs> well, that's the main other topic I wanted to talk about was that Nintendo made this big announcement regarding some releases they were doing. They're going to be doing remakes of, I believe it's the Pikmin games and Metroid Prime 1 and 2 for the Wii with uh, the Wii peripherals being in full use for these games. Have you heard about that? I have heard about this. I know Capcom remade... Uh, Resident Evil and Resident Evil Zero for Wii only in Japan recently, and if it's basically the same thing, you know, I'm all for re-releases. You know, not enough people played Donkey Kong Jungle Beat, for example, which they're re-releasing. I don't know if just kind of tagging, you know, Wii controls to a game is going to get people to buy it. I might check out some of these if they come out to America, but there's, I don't think it's enough to make me rebuy the entire games, regardless of how good they were. In animation news, I think there's really one big piece of news that. We missed in the past week. Um, Toonami, the Cartoon Network's original premiere animation action block, recently died. That is a doornail. So do you guys have any comments on that? Did we like Toonami or did we? Did you not like Toonami? Was it a fun thing? Was it a... It, I mean, well, it was good when it, you know, early. Yeah. But I mean, just the last, what, two, year and a half, two years of it? Yeah. It's more like been... four for me. Well, yeah. I mean, it's just... It, you could almost say that they tried on a lot of this, but I mean... I think there's always been an ambivalence with Tsunami where it introduced so much to an American audience. They basically made anime mainstream. They brought back anim- action cartoons. To, to Well, I'm not just talking about old things that they brought in. They basically... Uh, what did they do? They did The Real Adventures of Johnny Quest. They did Megas. They did the IGPX. GPX is questionable, but that's my own opinion on it. But um, Top Cat. It's like no, it's like putting Top Cat's Dom- the best action cartoon ever. I love Top Cat, especially the remake with uh, oh, what's his name? Oh, no, what's his name? Swat Cats. Swat Cats. Swat Cats was fantastic. Oh man, they they canceled Swat Cats to make Johnny the New Adventures of Johnny Quest, and I'm they were both good in my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> but Tanami had this ambivalence, this ninety, this nineteen nineties ambivalence with it, where. It existed, but it's not like they care that it existed or not. It was just there, and that is what itself made it cool to like. Because yeah, it was always, hey, Tom, I'm walking around, I'm pressing some buttons. Here's Tsunami. 
we're going to show some episodes of Dragon Ball Z coming up next. It just, I, I think that it's it's like a, I don't know, I think it's more of like a, you know, like a, a favorite pet that, uh, you know, get, gets sick and you just should put it down. <laughs> it's Ooh. not its time in the... Yeah, yeah. I, you know, it's, you should just, you know, be merciful and just put it, put it out of its misery, you know? Okay, sorry. You have to... Least at the very, they I made that kind of cool for like a week. So they they were all over the place. Him and his little hamster they were just reaching around. their arms into every action cartoon and even stuff that wasn't action. Sailor and Moon. Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sailor Moon was is an action cartoon. Yeah. Do you watch? Have you ever watched it? Yes. Are no. you just talking? Sailor Moon was terrible. No. <laughs> But in any case, I guess I'm kind of going to be sad. I mean, I didn't care about it. It's been kind of sitting there dying in its comatose bed for the past few years. And basically, they just shot it. You know what they could have done? I mean, they made Boomerang for old Hanna-Barbera cartoons and stuff. Why not have spun it off into a Toonami network? Because there's nothing to show. You would basically be showing six hours of Batman the Animated Series, six hours of Dragon Ball Z, and six hours of Naruto. And he would repeat that. You know, and I guess that wasn't working because nobody was watching it. So what's going on with Naruto now? now? Are they not, uh, are, what are they going to do with it? Well, there's a strange bit of news going on with Naruto because people think that they're not going to pick up its sequel series, uh, Superdun. And, like, which is kind of weird. I think the thing is that Cartoon Network wants to go into its original series right now. They want it, like, the Secret Saturdays and, uh... Ben 10 Alien Force and the Star Wars The Clone Wars. I haven't, truthfully, I haven't watched any of these shows yet. It's like you can turn into 10 aliens. It's like that personality. Does one of them have a personality? Nope. It was so weird. I saw this one episode where they find this one kid where he figures out he has like the fire alien powers or whatever, and they, Ben and him, like team up and fight these aliens, and then they're like, well, now we know who you are. We're friends now, right? Well, we'll call you. See ya. <laughs> That's how they ended the episode. It was like the most abrupt ending to anything I've seen. It's just like awkward. It's weird. It doesn't have any of that old uh, cartoony stuff that, uh, you know, Ben 10 had. Well, and I liked Ben 10 to an extent. It was a decent cartoon. And still it is, was, I guess. Like, yeah, it was a decent waste of time, you know, I mean. No, but there's worse things that you could be watching. You know, it was. I mean, because it did get into some decent plot, you know, kind of along with it, you know, the aliens started to go evil. And it was fun to watch. It wasn't all angsty. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't know. It's uh, maybe that now that Toonami's gone, they can kind of fill it with something better. I mean. They're you... showing Gotham Knight tonight. They're showing the Batman Gotham Knight movie. Oh, that is something to look forward to, you know, regardless of how good it is. I got to get it out of the way. Oh, man, what other animation stuff has happened lately? Anything? Let's see. um, Cars. I know everyone loves cars, but recently Pixar announced that, number one, they would be pushing the release date of Cars 2 from 2011 to 2010, and they would be showing a series of car shorts on the Disney Channel. Comments on Cars 2? How, how they'll deal with the loss of Paul Newman. Like, I was going to say that I saw, like, a commercial for, like, uh, one of the car shorts. It's like, no, it wasn't a commercial for the short. It was a commercial for a toy to go with the short. In other words, they've already made new characters to fit in to Cars 2 in these car shorts. Yeah. Because that is essentially the reason that Cars 2 is being made. Like, the Cars franchise is extremely marketable, and they have made a lot of money off of it. Have you not gone to a mall and seen a little kid wearing Owen Wilson car character t-shirt? It's, what, I don't it's know what it's been around is. for a while. I even bought like my 
godson uh, Cars DVD, and he loved it. <laughs> it out. In Florida, actually, from where I was just visiting, they had a huge flea market, and at the middle, they used to have a circus, which was a pretty cool attraction, but for whatever reason, they got rid of it. Now they have a car museum in the uh, middle, and they have a giant, life-size, to-scale model of the main car from the movie Cars. I'm like... Yeah, the Owen Wilson car. I'm like, oh, come on. This is not what I came here to see. I came here to play arcade games and see elephants do backflips. You know, because that's how I remember what they did. And to replace it with uh, with just a bunch of cars and a bunch of dummies with Marlboro advertising on their jumpsuits and stuff and Tide. I'm like, yeah, it's, it's just not the same, you know. So I'm not, I'm not a big car fan, you know, considering I don't own one. So... Other than that, there isn't much major news. Well, nothing that I've looked up just because I've been a bit busy for the past few weeks. Kind of been seriously swamped in classes. So I haven't had time to watch classics like Rover Dangerfield and Cats Can't Dance. Like The one other thing I would review for this podcast is there's Cold Geese and there's Macross Frontier, which I've watched both of them, both mecha shows, and surprisingly, both disappointing. Have you watched either of them? I know you guys watch Code Geass. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Code Geass. Uh, I, I think I, it's a big trend. I haven't seen the last, like, three or four episodes. Um, I mean, I, I know one of the big fan things, and, you know, forgive the spoilers, it just went... I need to bring you guys back for a Code Geass co- podcast, because I don't... I'm not a fan of it. And uh, I haven't even seen it. You need so to- I don't want to show you these... This is a 50-episode series. I don't have... Well, I have the time. Do you really think I should subject myself no. to this... I no. do have the first uh, two DVDs. You have the first nine. Because we were contemplating this because they had one DVD with five episodes. But the <laughs> next DVD would be five episodes. And they had this nine-episode DVD, which would be nine episodes. But the next one would be eight episodes. Which I didn't understand <laughs> Genius. the logic. <laughs> but in any case, let's, let's just skip straight to the topic at hand. Somehow I've managed to acquire some kind of copy of the new Wolverine and the X-Men animated series. I don't know how we got it. It just winded up on my computer one day. Just uh, just self-materialized, like I guess. And well, we finished watching it, so let's belt out some opinions. First of all, we've just sat down to watch the first three episodes, which is a big three-parter. Give out a basic synopsis of what this is about. Basically, the canon Wolverine is a badass and must be in every scene. He's kind of like Poochie, where he must but be... he's more in your face. He's more in your face, and he's also in every scene. Also, in every scene, he isn't, and everyone goes, where's Wolverine? <laughs> so, essentially what happens is that one day Wolverine's about to head off to Canada to go do Canadian stuff. Ice hockey, whatever. When Professor explodes. Also, Gene. They both explode. And then everyone leaves the Institute because... Well, frank- frankly, there's nothing else to do there if the main teachers have just exploded. I don't think I would be around an area where people are just spontaneously combusting anyway, so that's that's more than enough reason to leave. <laughs> so, of course, Wolverine, who we follow throughout this series, because he is Wolverine and the X-Men, goes off to Canada and saves a little girl from a train. So, but, of course, then we find out about the Mutant Hate League. Mutant Government Hate League. What are they called? MR, the MR, MRD. The Mu- Mutant Registration... Mutant Raiders... Depart- oh, yeah. Department. Mutant Registration Department or something. Thank you. So... Th- I don't know. But basically what happens is Wolverine frees up some X-Men mutant people with uh, Beast. And then they're like, well, I guess we got to reassemble the X-Men from this basement of yours. So they go and assemble th- three X-Men... And then... Surprisingly, none of them from the ones that they've freed. <laughs> no. 
And let's see what else happens. Uh, there's Cyclops and Rogue. This is the best uh, showing of what Cyclops has become since the. You want to describe what this this is? Yeah, Cyclops is all. He's got like a dilapidated apartment, and he's watching TV, and he's like, "I can't find the remote. I'm just gonna laser beam it." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, he's all, he hasn't shaved, and he's all hunched over, his clothes are all ragged. He's like, I'm, I used to be Cyclops, I used to be somebody, get out of my face! He's like, okay, you're useless to us now. He's like, that's right, you keep walking. Because <laughs> his girlfriend's disappeared, he's got like no motivation now. Oh man, that's great. He, he sees Wolverine, and all of a sudden he gets ticked off at him, and, you know, first... Well, Wolverine's always a dick. He's not the best leader, you know. So let's leave it at that. And he just like laser beams him out of the building through a concrete wall into another concrete wall. And uh, you know what? What happens? What's it? What with Wolverine? The shirt. It's like unsinged. Yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah, Wolverine gets just catapulted across the street. I mean, it's one thing that Wolverine's at harm, but the shirt he's wearing. There's. It's just. It's like it, it's invulnerable with him. And it's yeah. pristine. pristine. It's a nice white shirt. It just—I don't know. I mean, the, sometimes little details like that really piss me off, and that just really pissed me off. Probably the best X-Men animated show ever made. Probably because it hasn't had much competition in in the past decade. Yeah, I agree. Evolution was decent. It had its it moments. Had, it had wonderful animation. It just didn't have much to go off of. They didn't really do anything with their premise. I agree with that, and I mean, once I got past the, uh, once I gave the sh- the, the, the new X- Wolverine the X Men a chance, it, it did have some uh, some real good moments to it. I mean, a plot started to form, and it's looking. There's a lot. It's obviously a very continuous plot they're trying to set up, but it's still very enjoyable to watch. You could probably sit down and watch this episode to episode, and still get the same effects. Oh yeah, I, I agree. Because we watched three continuous episodes, we watched one three parter, but there is a. Uh, I watched the fourth episode, which was also an episode, more of an episodic. We have to go here and take care of this. And even though that was episodic, it still had continuity, and there were still things that are obviously happening in this universe. Like, it's not everything is a gray area. Like, even if the X-Men are here, and there's... Even Magneto's here, and he's just kind of standing in the corner. Yeah, and where's Gambit? That's my main question. Damn Where straight. is my Damn favorite straight. X-Men? Nobody cares about Gambit. No, apparently no one does. I mean, this, despite how fan favorite he is, he's cut out of everything X Men related. So, um, but he will be in the new Wolverine movie. You should try and find the trailer like somewhere online. Five minutes, I bet. He's in the trailer. Cards are flying. Shit's blowing up. That's you know all I'm gonna say. What's gonna happen is they're gonna throw one of those. Here's all the best parts of the movie into a thirty minute, thirty second trailer, and like. <laughs> Oh, they they wouldn't do that. Trailers, they have those now? 30-minute trailers? I have been waiting for those to happen. Because I did not need 90 minutes of a crappy movie. I need a 30-minute trailer of all the best parts. <laughs> so, um, what else is there? There's also, um... So when they finally find Xavier... Oh, sorry, I spoiled that for you guys. Yeah, he's not dead. He's not dead, but he's in a coma. Basically what happens is that he actually projects himself from the future... And he's like, hey, I just woke up from my coma 20 years from now, and uh, it's the apocalypse. So I'm going to be Zordon and astral project my giant head to tell you guys stuff from now on. Also, I can walk. 
Yeah, that was the biggest uh, hindrance ever. How old is he when he goes into the coma, though? Isn't he, like, 60 or something? Well, yeah, I mean, if you go off the comics, I mean, Xavier and Magneto were, you know, revolutionaries and junk, and then yeah, honestly, years so go by, and then more years go by. And you see him running, he's, he's all, like, 80 years old, fine as can be. Well, I mean, yeah, must, must well, I guess he, he was handicapped anyway, so. Yeah, but wouldn't you think after waking up from a 20-year coma, your muscles would be all, like, Yeah, but his legs were, I mean, he wasn't using his legs to before that anyway so it's a yeah so i guess more more limelight for professor xavier right right i don't know uh, about the the story so far it looks like it's pretty good i'm gonna keep giving it a chance but i definitely agree that this is the best x-men stuff i've seen so far evolution was decent i don't remember too much of the 1990s fox kids stuff but i think we can agree that it wasn't very good it had it was all over the place, very goofy, you know, and just awkward. What, it what had gambit in that it. stuff. Well, I mean, I, I mentioned that's it. That's your thesis to defend. It had like, gambit. Yeah. It had gambit. gambit. It had jubilee. It was great. Morph was in it. They had you know Omega Red, which is a fun villain. Um, but no, it had I mean, ten frames of animation per second. It was awesome. I was watching that when I was you know much much we younger. All so well like i said i mean i haven't i haven't watched it recently so i, I really can't you know my, my opinion of, of plot and everything else like that, that's fine know, that's fine it's different i liked it for what it is i have, I have warm memories of it that's okay. how, that's how i'm gonna put it okay you know what's good is uh kids if they start watching this they'll look back at it in 10 years and they'll be like man that x-men was awesome and they'll actually have a valid opinion about it <laughs> you know something that isn't just obscured by memory yeah that's true oh man what about that Secret Saturday stuff that's been happening? I just said I hadn't watched it yet. All right, I thought you said you did watch it. My mistake. I said I did. I set up to record and it didn't record. So you know, if you're well, yeah. I do call it the Secret Saturdays for a reason. Ugh. Never so, know when it's on, it just surprises you. <laughs> so they, we're never going to know when it airs? It's no, gonna, that, that's exactly what's going to happen. It's just going to be like the Secret Saturdays after this commercial break. So I wonder when this commercial break ends. But don't tell them that. And then you automatically assume that it's Saturday because it's a secret Saturday. It's like, <laughs> does it air on Saturday? Because if it does, that's No, it's, it's actually Friday. It airs on Fridays, but it's a show <laughs> about a family named the Saturdays. But it airs on Friday night where no one... On a Saturday morning. Or, like, is it called the Secret Saturdays because they have no social life? I don't know. That's just confusing. You're just confusing the kids more and more and more. And they're already confused, what, with the media and whatnot. But, so, in synopsis, Wolverine and the X-Men, pretty good. I can't I can't wait till they show this in America. What I think it gonna air on? it's going to air on the Nicktoons network. Oh. Or it might just air on Nickelodeon, but I'm not sure how they're going to work this out. Because Nickelodeon isn't very good with properties that aren't their own. Well, you know, I'm looking forward to it, honestly. I want to see more of this. It's really good. All right. Um, video games, our next topic. We talked about nine. I hope we do. Have you beaten it? Because I sure no. as hell did. It took. It was like three hours of gameplay, but I played it sporadically over three days. And I enjoyed every minute of it. So we've got a five-minute review. Mega Man 9. Really hard. About as hard as 1, 2, and 3. And pretty fun. That's about it. I don't know. What, okay, you guys, you've played Mega Man, right? Yeah. Okay, so which ones were the hardest? I'm, I've beaten all of them, and I'd say one, extremely hard, two, easier, and they just got easier and easier as the yeah, series went on. Yeah, I mean, that is. The, the first, I mean, isn't that how it's always described? You know, yeah. Exactly, but. 
That, well, that's what I heard about Mega Man 9, too. It kind of brings it back to the original... Yeah, it's definitely know, a return to form. Challenge. And I love that, because I thought the series, especially 5, 5 is an absolute joke, uh, got uh, just way, way, way too easy. And, uh, you know, this is just like, you know, I'm in Game and Bliss uh, right now. I've got all these platformers, and i got Mega Man 9, and it's... It's uh, it's just bringing everything back that I love about platformers. I back heard, to simplicity. I heard there was a, a shop function in 9. Is that... Uh... Yeah, they introduced, as far as I know, I remember 8 had you find screws and you would buy power-ups and stuff. And this lets you do that. You you know, every random once in a while, you blow up an enemy, you get some screws, you can buy extra lives. I didn't do any of that because I didn't need the extra lives. But, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm just kind of weird like that. You know, I, don't, I could buy extra energy tanks, but why not just like get Mega Man without his helmet I think that's much better for the game it's like 20 screws it's like nothing oh man I think uh that last boss was freaking genius did you actually get to the end of the game no oh, how far did you get I got to the second Wily stage Oh man, the third one is just freaking great. They have this area where it's all low gravity and you're slowly floating up and the uh, force from your blaster moves you in different directions and they have spikes everywhere and you need to shoot in other directions to propel you from one side of the level to the other, dodging spikes and stuff. It is just amazing. That sounds that sounds great. <laughs> oh, it's so good. And if you if you're not uh, if you don't sh- uh, shoot enough or you shoot too little in the right wrong direction, bam, spike wall, instant explosion. I feel almost like they they overused spikes in this game, just kind of as a scapegoat to make Can it more Can you ever difficult. have too many spikes, though, in a Mega Man game? Oh, they should just make a Spike Man. Mega Man would be toast. <laughs> <laughs> Touch him and bam, gone. Uh, but uh, they're, they're expensive. Spikes are very expensive to make. This game, I think, is a very good example of having a small focused group work on a video game for a shorter period of time it's a shorter game it took them about six months to develop keep them in a locked room don't give them any food and just feed them red bull yeah exactly and uh i think it's i really do like these shorter games that have that are lower graphics just because uh you know you can belt them out quicker and they're better quality because you don't have different director switches and stuff like that That yeah that is always a plus you know i agree with that you can build it from the ground up and finish it in a much shorter time so you actually have much better you know focus for the game uh you know i hope they continue to do this i would love to see like konami for example make an old school castlevania or something like that i think if the game does well enough we might see a lot more of these you know that would be good what do you think do you like this return to form or would you rather see like some easier more well-rounded games like this what do you think phil oh i'm sorry i thought you were talking to the other guy (laughs) the guy you've been well you've been talking for the past minute about (laughs) there's not much to talk about it's a good game it's got if what are we going to do complain about the graphics that was like one of their main beefs they were like oh game is too hard and the graphics three out of ten three out of ten bad because i heard some people that were just complaining like it's not as good as the graphics of four and five and six it's it's not even as good as one and two and in comparison to the epic technology that they used they only used, like, half of what they could do. You know, that is kind of a valid point. Like, I don't know, 6 looked better, but who cares? You're just nitpicking about, like, a 20-year-old game. I see where people would, like, be insane purists about that, but it's the internet. Who cares about uh, about people, you know, complaining about the graphics? They yeah, you're right. Who cares about your opinion? They wanted to make an old-school game. They did it, and it turned out well. If that's what matters is the gameplay and, and you know, the core mechanics of the game.
All right. You know. Do you guys have any opinions? No, I agree with that. Cause I mean, graphics are. I mean, graphics are great. Obviously, you know, if, if you're gonna play a game that's uh-huh. that looks good. Sorry. Um, but it's not the most important thing. You need to have a game you want to play, not necessarily just look at. You have to speak up. I am sp- okay. But you want to have a game you know you want to play instead of just look at. Okay. All right. So uh, Mega Man Nine, I'd say as far as how overall good it is, it's uh, a lot better than later games. It's much more like one, two, and three. So if you haven't played a Mega Man game in a long time, or you've been avoiding the series because they've had too many spin-offs, like a lot of people have, then I'd say, well, you know, they got like that Battle Network stuff. That's like completely different from how it originally was. Then uh, I'd say take a look at it. It's definitely 100% worth the $10. It's barely anything. Back in the day, you'd pay like 50 bucks for a game like this. So uh, you know, if uh, you were ever a fan of Mega Man and you wanna, you know, you want a quick uh, return to form and you want to remember how the games were, maybe this is for you. I de- I personally enjoyed it. I think it's uh, one of the most fun games I've played in a while, despite its uh, you know its shortcomings and I guess graphics and you know and length. So uh, I guess that's it for what I have to say about Mega Man. It was great. So that's it's been a much shorter podcast than usual, mainly because our guest stars are are pretty quiet. <laughs> wow, you guys are jackasses. <laughs> yeah, really. Thanks for that. It's just that. It would kind of help if you guys had played Mega Man Nine. <laughs> or if you had watched Wolverine well, and the X Men. Oh it, wait, you did. <laughs> if you wanted, like, uh, spot me some for three sixty, I would. Love to play X Men then. I mean, uh, Mega Man then. X Men and the Warlings. <laughs> so, um, uh, no, I don't have money. I didn't have. I barely had enough money for that Xbox. Deal with it. And the uh, um, Rock Band to go with it. Yeah. <laughs> Is there a problem? Are you, are you complaining about the Rock Band you didn't pay for? Absolutely yes. not. You, did, what systems did you grow up with as far as old school games that you played with? Sega you Genesis. Played Sega Genesis stuff. Are there any uh, games that you would love to see in older school graphics like this? Because if they were to make Aladdin, a, Aladdin, Aladdin for the Sega Genesis, yes. right? Thank you. Awesome. If you had said the Lion King, version, no, I flipped out. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, like Virgin Interactive, I think, or something like that, and they moved on to t- turn to Shiny Entertainment that did Earthworm Jim, so that's why you guys like those games. I personally would love to see, like, uh, like let's say Mega Man X has completely got destroyed after, like, I'd say the fourth game. If they were to make a, like, 32-bit Mega Man, like, Super Nintendo one like that, psh, that would be that would be solid. I would love to see one of those games again. Why not bring back another Earthworm Jim? Earthworm, they're doing that. They they're make, they're making uh, an Earthworm Jim 4, as far as I know. They, uh, they also said that they're going to be doing more cartoons, and uh, they're going to try and make a straight-to-DVD movie, as far as, uh, as far as I know. So a there's live-action movie. Uh, we can only hope. Live-action giant talking <laughs> earthworms. Here we come. In a super suit. Yeah. Did you ever play Earthworm Jim? What do you, th- uh, what do you think about Earthworm Jim, Phil? talking to me or are you yes, talking to them you need to talk okay. you need to speak in names because you've been talking to them you've been talking to I'm akami sorry, mr magic I'm so awkward. yeah i know no wonder yeah what about earthworm jim what about it? it's good have you seen any of the cartoons because i just recently finished rewatching the entire thing you found it i found an actual torrent for you i thought i remember was talking about if we ever wanted to review earthworm jim you would send me the torrent for the cartoon i was just recently this is like before my trip give me a break i can't do everything at once not everywhere you go you can't think of ideas of possibly this podcast 
It's like, do you not want to do the podcast anymore? Oh, wait, that's right. You're leaving. It's out of my control. If I could do this podcast for another 20-whatever episodes, that'd be fine. We could use Skype. Yes. Like, would there be like lag problems with that? I mean, I'd have no problem with it. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll take care of that lag with with my fist of uh, your rocket punch. No, what are you you were complaining about me making fist of the North Star references, dork? That's fine. We all love fist of the North Star. If we could, we'd belt out a fist of the North Star podcast every week. But we can't do that because we got other stuff to talk about. Like, I don't know, New Fist of the North Star, for example. Which is great. Uh, Alright, um, so this has been Rocket Punch, episode 26. Underwhelming. Uh, to form. Underwhelming. Is, yeah. Tune in next week for a much better episode of Rocket Punch. Yeah. But well, for now, patience. You know what the problem is? Is we didn't have, like, an entire week to prepare, like, earlier. We had three weeks. Yeah, well, you... I, I didn't. I was busy in Florida soaking I up sun rays. Yeah, so it'll be much more, you know, condensed and uh, focused, hopefully, next week. Get some sleep.